Hi, and welcome back to another Elevator Talk with Michelle. So for the time that is ours to share, I want to talk about how to let go of the past. We all have a past. No matter who you are, what you have, where you live, or who you know, you have a past. You have a past, good, bad, or indifferent. And in the famous words of Medea, like your big ass, your past is behind you, okay? So as you begin to let go of the past, here are some things that you need to do and not do. So let's talk about the don'ts. Number one, don't repress your past feelings. See, repressed thoughts often find a way to reemerge into the conscious mind at, at a later date, causing untold turmoil when they do. So the thing that the thing is, you aren't aware that you have repressed thoughts and feelings until they start until you start having them. And when you start having them, they've already been inside you. You just hadn't either recognized them or acknowledged them. But now they're coming out. So, like I said, I would suggest that you don't. Now, I'm not saying go out here acting a plum fool, but but don't sit and repress and have repressed thoughts trying to act like whatever it was that happened didn't happen because it did. Now, again, I'm not saying dwell on it, but don't walk around here acting like it didn't happen. Number two, don't avoid your feelings. Avoiding the past won't allow you to let go of it. It only serves the purpose of delaying the inevitable. Sooner or later, you'll have to deal with your feelings. And this is so true. So if you know that you have some feelings that you haven't truly dealt with, and it doesn't matter what those feelings are, just know that sooner or later, you're going to have to deal with those feelings because they will come up. Sometimes it could be a conversation that you're having and somebody says something that makes you, your mind go back to whatever that thing was. It can be a song that you're listening to that makes you think of the past. And so <clears throat> you truly need to deal with your feelings. Don't stop packing them away because I'm telling you when they come back, oh, they come back with a vengeance. Number three, don't try to change your past. First of all, let me say this. You cannot change your past. Whatever happened to you in the past, it's done. It's over. You cannot change it. Nothing you say or do will ever change that. All you can do is learn from it and keep it moving. Stop living in the past. Period. End of sentence. Now, you can lie to yourself all you want, but you will always know what the real truth is. Can I say that again before I move on? You can lie to yourself all you want to, but you will always know what the truth is, even if you don't want to admit it to other people. And that's 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 very interesting, see, because we think that when we lie to folks and, and there's lies of omission, come on, somebody, and lies of commission. So there are lies that you just forget to tell people and then there are lies that you choose not to tell people. And so you think, and some people do it very well, that just because you told them that story and they believed it, that it's the truth. However, inside, you know for a fact what the truth is. Whether you want to admit it to other people or not, you will always know what the truth is. So you're really only lying to yourself. Now, let's talk about some do's. Number one, detach your emotions from your past. So as you let go of the past, you let go of its influence over your life right now. 
and that's a blessing let go of your your past and it will change how you deal with people places and things right this very minute because some of y'all treating folks in such a crappy way and they don't deserve it but you're doing it because of something that happened in your past that you have yet let uh, yet to let go of so that's why i need you to detach your emotions from it number two take control of your thoughts it is suggested that you limit the amount of time that you allow your mind to dwell on the past in any one instance. You will need to remember the past in order to work through it, but you don't need to do it all in one setting. Then give yourself a time limit for how long you can think about it. Say five minutes, 30 minutes, one hour, half a day, etc. You choose the amount of time that is comfortable for you. By controlling your thoughts, you ensure that they don't take over your life. You're, all, you're also able to manage the pain that comes from doing this so it doesn't get to become overwhelming. Because whenever you have to go back and deal with some past issues, it can be overwhelming, uh, overwhelming I'm sorry, emotionally. So you've got to choose how long you are going to allow yourself to, 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 think, to, to think about the past. Because again, we're not thinking about the past because we just want to stay sad. We're thinking about it because we're learning from it and we want to be able to move on from it. But you can control how long you stay there. Like currently you can be doing something and that past thought will come up and you go, mm, I remember last time this happened, this, that, and the third. Linger there just for a few minutes and then throw it away. Ball it up like an old piece of paper and throw it away. Throw it into the abyss, never to pick it up again. Number three, get away from the what ifs. Mm, I can't stress this enough. When we experience pain or trauma, it's common for us to ask ourselves what we could have done differently to prevent that experience. And you, you can ask questions such as, what if you had treated your partner differently? Would they have remained unfaithful? So if you had treated your partner differently, would they have stayed faithful to you? They're being unfaithful. Is it because of something that you said and or did? You know, and, and we all have thought about that. Or what if you had watched your child more closely? Would they still have had that accident? Maybe yes, maybe no. It's, it's hard to say. Sometimes you ask, what if you had taken a different route home that night? Would you have still been robbed? And these are all things, you guys, that, that pop into our, our, our head. So that's why I say get away from the what ifs. Because all they do is serve to just bring you down even further. So in truth, you'll never know what the outcome might have been had you acted differently in any situation. You did what you did. Other people did what they did and things happen. No amount of overthinking will ever change that. So I need you all to stay away from those dreaded what ifs. And doing the what if thinking will only cause further emotional pain by weighing you down with the burden of blame and guilt and that is so true because everybody again i don't care who you are who you know where you live what you have everybody has gone down that what if path at some point in time in their lives and i don't know about you but it can be very draining so i don't i accept the situation for what it is honey and move on 
because no amount of what ifs is going to change whatever it was that happened anyway. Number four, learn some lessons from the event. Anytime things happen, you should always ask yourself, what lessons can I learn from what happened? Unlike what if, what I'm sorry, unlike what ifs, lessons learned will improve your future. Those lessons will make sure you don't repeat the same mistakes again. So you're not trying to, because see, I look at it like this. When you go down that what if, what if road, what you're trying to do is change the past and you can't because it's already happened and nothing you say or do will change that. However, when you learn lessons from what you did or whatever was that happened, you're just ensuring that that thing won't happen again in the future. Now, sometimes depending on what it is, it may happen in the future, but you'll be better equipped to handle it because you'll know what to do the next time around and you're not caught blindsided so life can be a struggle sometimes and bad things do happen to good people those bad things can leave mental and or physical scars but it can also leave you changed in ways that you might now be able to see as positive the shock of losing a life partner especially if they died young can be devastating however it can also show you just how strong and capable you really are an illness or injury might have left you with long-term health complications, but it might also have positively changed the way you view life and how you prioritize the things in your life. So again, it goes back to that seeing the silver lining in everything that happens. Not all negatives will have a positive, have a positive. But where they don't, where they do exist, it's worth looking for them and re reminding yourself of them regularly. Number six, learn how to forgive. We just talked about that last week. Do we not? Forgiveness is not always. Hold on one second, you guys. Forgiveness is not always easy. But it is an important part of letting go of the past. Just remember that forgiveness is a process and it takes time. Also remember the benefit of forgiveness is really for you. I've talked about that last week. So if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, I need you to go back and do that. And we talk all about forgiveness. When you forgive people, it's not about them. It's about you. Because it frees you up. It frees up that bitterness that you've been walking around with for however long you've been resenting those people, that person. And so it, it helps you out. It allows you to move on. Lewis B. Smeads once said, forgiving does not erase the bitter past. It, it, a healed memory is not a deleted memory. Instead, forgiving what we cannot forget creates a new way to remember. We change the memory of our past into a hope for our future. I love that. Number seven, learn to live in the present. This is not the avoidance we talked about earlier. It is, however, a way to keep your past from leading into your presence. See, some of you all act the way you act. You have what, have what you have or don't have what you would like to have because you won't let go of the past. And because you won't let go of it, it's bleeding into your present. And so that's why I want to encourage you to live in the present. Whatever you did, whatever I did five minutes ago, it's the past. 
whatever I did yesterday, last month, last week, last year, two years ago, 10 years ago, it's in the past. I like to live in the present because again, I can't change the past. Nothing I say or do will ever change that. So why live there? I live in the right here and the right now. And what I won't do is allow my past to bleed into my present. I want to make new memories, new mistakes, possibly. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not worried about the past. That's it. That's done. We're going to live right here in the present. Number eight, create physical distance. It's not uncommon to hear someone say that you should distance yourself from the person or the situation that is causing you to be upset. According to clinical psychologist, Dr. Romney... Mm, let's try to figure out this last name, you guys. Diversala, I think that's how you say it. That's not such a bad idea. Creating physical or psychological distance between ourselves and the personal situation can help with letting go for the simple reason that we are not having to think about it, process it, or being reminded, reminded of it as much, she explains. So I need you to create some distance, okay? Again, it's not saying that the past didn't happen because it did. But it will allow you not to live your life in such a way that you're just angry all the time. And, you know, it, that, that, that whatever that situation is, it's just it, it's working on you mentally and physically. Create the, the physical distance. Again, it goes back to what I talked about before, how you can forgive people. And not want to have a relationship with them. Yeah, I can forgive you, but that doesn't mean that we're going to continue dating. I can forgive you, but I may need to divorce you because of what you did. But I do forgive you. I just don't trust you, so I don't want to be in a relationship with you anymore. Number nine, be gentle with yourself. If your first response is, to, is not being able to let go of a painful situation. I'm sorry, if your first response... And not being able to let go of a painful situation is to criticize yourself. It's time to show yourself some kindness and compassion. And sadly, I've seen people do this where they can't forgive themselves. So they just beat themselves up verbally. And it's a sad situation to watch. But you've got to show yourself some kindness and some compassion. Yes, you made a mistake. You can't fix that mistake. But you can learn from it and you can move on and not create it with the next person. But you've got to be gentle with yourself no matter what. Number 10, accept that the other person may not apologize. And I've talked about this before. So waiting for an apology from the person who hurt you will slow down the process of letting go. If you're experiencing hurt and pain, it's important for you to take care of your own healing, which may mean accepting that the person who hurt you isn't going to apologize. I talked about that last week, how that person that hurt you, they may not even realize that they hurt you or they may realize they hurt you, but they're not going to apologize because maybe they're truly not sorry for what they did. Or they just truly, you know, don't care. So you've got to accept the fact that that other person may not apologize to you. And I know in the grand scheme of things, you deserve an apology. But I would just let it go. I'm not going to let that thing keep eating away at me because you won't apologize. That's your own stupidity and ignorance. And I'm going to say this. What comes around goes around. So at some point, somebody's going to hurt them. And they're going to be baffled and befuddled as to why this person is not going to apologize. 
clearly owes them apology, but they're not going to do it. So once they feel that, then hopefully something in their mind will trigger and they'll go, oh, wow, now I see how this person must have felt when I didn't apologize to them. So accept that they're not going to apologize, honey, and move on. Number 11, surround yourself with people who complete you. This is simple yet powerful. And this tip can carry you through a lot of hurt. We can't do life alone. And we can't expect ourselves to get through our hurts alone either. Allowing yourself to lean on your friends and or loved ones is such a wonderful way of not limiting isolation but of reminding us of the good that's in our lives now i will say this and y'all know i'm i'm big on this be careful who you tell your stuff to be careful who you tell your issues and your problems to because not everybody that listens to you wants to help you some people want to take that information and use it against you you know that's why i always say if you have girlfriends and guy friends and you're having problems in your relationship be careful what you share with them because sometimes and it has happened never to me thank god but sometimes there have been issues where someone talked to their friend about what was going on in their relationship and and that person gave them advice oh girl you need to leave her leave him or oh, man you need to leave her alone all the time they wanted to get with that person that's why they wanted you to leave them alone that's why they were giving you the advice that they were giving you so that's why i always say be careful who you share your stuff with and and i am i am big on having an inner circle and close friends or a close friend that you can talk to but sometimes the only person that you well all the time you should talk to god but sometimes that's the only person you need to confide in and I promise you, you will still get what you need. So I just want to say thank you all for giving me just a little bit of your time. I hope that something I said helps you to let go of your past. And if you're walking around constantly thinking about your past, whatever you did or what was done to you, I need you to let that thing go. Because you will never ever have the best that life has to offer as long as you are walking around thinking about that thing or those things. Let it go, sweetie, because you can't change it. <clears throat> right now, you want to create some new memories, create some new happiness. Stop worrying about how happy you were when you were with Ricardo 10 years ago and you messed that relationship. Okay, you messed it up. Ask God to forgive you first. Ask Ricardo to forgive you. Forgive yourself and then move on because that's really all you can do. That's it, y'all. That's my time. If you're new to listen to my podcast, I want to say welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. If this is not your first rodeo, I want to say welcome back. It's always a pleasure to have you all here. It is my goal each week to speak life into you, to help you become a better person, to help me to become a better person, to, to get the most out of life, to enjoy life to the fullest. Because that's what this is all about. There's enough negativity in the world. So I don't need to keep spewing it on my platforms. And this is why I don't. So you all know the drill. You know the spill. I love you all to the moon and back. And there's nothing that you can ever do about it. Because that will never change. I love each and every one of you. I want the best for you. And you will go out there and be the best that you can be. The best that you have been called to be. As you forgive yourself.
Please be sure to subscribe and support my podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and you can do so for as little as 99 cents a month. This will just allow me to continue to do the thing that I love to do most, and that is speaking life into each and every one of you. Now go out there and be great, because great is calling you, and great is calling me. Until next week, take care.